Well, howdy, stranger, and welcome to the first ever episode of Strange Times, the podcast all about historical and pop culture oddities. I'm Mitch Kreitzman alongside my co-host, Jordan Kreitzman. Jordan, this is our first time trying it out, and we are doing the first ever edition here of Look, Who Hasn't Had Gay Thoughts, where we analyze <laughs> public meltdowns. Jordan, I believe this was entirely your idea. You you psyched to try it out? Yeah, yeah, and I think our uh, opening person's the perfect candidate for <laughs> both the premise and maybe even the title. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> This kind of came to me in the moment when I was deciding what we should do for this. And quite frankly, after going back through it, I am so glad this is what we're going with. It's really the perfect way to start this <laughs> off. Yeah. Um, Jordan, what we're going to be talking about today is uh, Tom Cruise's 2005 appearance on Oprah. Um Otherwise known as the time that he jumped on the couch. That's really the the thing right. that has stood the test of time with this appearance. Um, I just want to give us some context to uh, this event, really. That would um, help me out, too. Because um, I watched the clip, and I, I ended my notes by saying, what was any of that about? So, Well, so here was, here was <laughs> the thing. Me. I found I out remember. that the whole interview was 48 minutes long, <laughs> and then I saw that there was a four-and-a-half-minute highlight reel of the really odd moments and i was like well that seems like what i'm looking for here yeah um, so yeah the negative of that though was that i had no idea what was going on and that's entirely fair yeah um, it just looked like tom went psycho for five minutes and to be fair it was more so just 48 minutes of a little bit of an interview with that stuff in between um right so this appearance was on May 23rd, 2005. So at this point, over 15 years ago. Um, Jordan, you're not going to believe this. It was a promotional appearance for the movie War of the Worlds. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> no, completely disconnected from the clips that we watched. Um, I mean, re realistically, I don't the think entire... War of the Worlds was very happy about that, Mitch. <laughs> no, I can't imagine they were. Um and re really, the whole clip is centered around him declaring his love for Katie Holmes. Um, apparently, they had been dating for a little bit at the time, and uh, he brought her to a party that Oprah was having or a party they were both at or something like that, and that's sort of what sparked the conversation. And eventually, he brings her out during the interview, which I didn't remember that, that part at brutal. all. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, I want to highlight some things that happened in the same year, because it turns out... Uh, this interview on Oprah was was really a watershed moment for Tom Cruise, and it kind of led to the reputation he has today. So some things that happened later in 2005 for Tom Cruise. Uh, at one point, he publicly criticized Brooke Shields for taking antidepressant medication uh, for her postpartum <laughs> depression. Um, and he uh, got into a heated argument on the Today Show with Matt Lauer uh yikes <laughs> that's not uh, over well. his criticism of psychiatry <laughs> now his criticism of antidepressants and psychiatry are a very direct result uh of his uh commitment to scientology what i did not know is that he had already been a committed scientologist for years um and then this is really when it started to become a more public thing for him part of his right. reputation which i found very interesting um now, 
at the time, this was turned into a huge internet meme. And th- this is really at the time when memes weren't even really a thing. Yeah. So What would you call it um, back then? That kind of goes... Internet picture? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> internet um, pictorial? I mean, uh, but it really... I mean, it, it it really is crazy how much of a moment in pop culture this became. Um, it was parodied on Family Guy. It, it was even parodied on Sesame Street. <laughs> um most famously, it was parodied in Scary Movie 4, which a lot of people may right. remember. SNL, um, all that good stuff. Yes, exactly. Um, and I just wanted to highlight something that I saw within his... Um, it was sort of included in the whole, like, what happened to Tom Cruise thing <laughs> I was reading, where I got all this information. Apparently, the next year, in 2006... California banned the sale of ultrasound machines for personal use, and it became known as the Tom Cruise Law because he publicly uh, bought one to see his uh, daughter in the womb. <laughs> and so they they hadn't thought up until that point that they really needed to make a law for yeah. that, <laughs> but he proved them wrong. Um, this also lost him a huge long-term deal with Paramount. So this appearance specifically. Wait, so um, Paramount, what? What They dropped him after this interview? They were going to give him a huge long-term deal for like multiple movies, <laughs> and they just said, like, nope. What the F is he on? No, thank you. Now, I will say from the perspective of 2020, I don't know how he's done it, but he has largely managed to recover. Uh, yeah, because I think he's just shut up about it. <laughs> I think now he's mostly just known as the guy who does all his own stunts in like the eight Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, he's the guy that's going to space, right? Right. Um, and Jerry Maguire. <laughs> yes. Um, he's also the guy that people don't always realize is super short. He's like 5'4". <laughs> Yeah, he's he's tiny. You'll notice um, in this video that he is shorter than Oprah, and my understanding is Oprah's not an uh, an exceptionally tall lady. Um, no, he's shorter than Oprah. He's shorter than Katie Holmes. Yes. So, um, Mitch, do you remember that when that reporter just shot a water gun in his face? I really do not, but that's hilarious. <laughs> you should look that up. He's because Tom Cruise is. I mean, he's crazy, but he is known for being like a super nice guy. Apparently, yes. About things, that's I guess. what I. That's what I. Hear. And like. He's like sitting there, like, yeah. It was like some reporter. He had a, it was a microphone that squirted water. Sorry, and he like, I don't know what oh, who he worked okay. for, or what he was doing, but he goes and squirts water in Tom Cruise's face, and he's like smiling the whole time. He's like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> It's so awkward because he doesn't know how to react. <laughs> to be fair, if I was if I was giving an interview, or if I was getting interviewed by somebody and they did that to me, I don't know how I'd react. That would be yeah, truly yeah, it's bizarre. Just like you haven't thought of that in your head of things to react to, but yeah. Anyway, look it up, people. <laughs> so I mean, I highly recommend looking up the video that we watched for this episode. It's only four and a half minutes long. I had truly forgotten what this was like because i i mean i remembered that it happened obviously um but the true details of it are what really make it um right it's really a master class in accidental physical comedy <laughs> like truly everything he does in this is either wildly uncomfortable or the funniest thing i've ever seen 
or bordering on violent. <laughs> yes. So this is, the, this is the only time I've ever felt bad for Oprah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to go beat by beat on a few things here that I remember from watching it. So, um, so starting off, you get classic Oprah voice when she's like, "He's in the building," and like, truly. <laughs> I forgot what the audience was like with peak Oprah. Every single woman in there is losing their mind. Yeah. Like they are going insane I, for Tom Cruise. Well, that was weird. It's <laughs> like the first thing I wrote. Is it? <laughs> yeah, just like not even getting to Tom Cruise. I was just like, oh, like you said, I like forgot about how nuts this all was. <laughs> yes, truly like daytime talk shows will never ever be as big as Oprah. Like she was the thing for the longest time and women were just losing their mind on Oprah for Tom Cruise. Yeah, and her spin-off characters are not great. <laughs> of a a Phil PhD and a an Oz PhD. Yeah, you have Dr. Phil who does not have a doctorate is my understanding. I believe he has a master's in psychology, which I mean okay, so- not it's saying Phil that that's nothing, MS. but he's not a doctor. <laughs> Phil M.S. and Oz M.D. Yeah, I believe Dr. Maybe. Oz is a real doctor, in all fairness. <laughs> I mean, Just not a good one. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Um, and I remember I had to watch an episode once, and he spent like the whole episode talking about our colons. It was disgusting. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> a lot of his thing is centered around poop talk. Yeah. Which is weird. Like It's a weird thing. I mean, there's more parts of the body right 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 exactly (laughs) it's more than that i mean from the from the second tom cruise comes out it's so obvious that he's like in the middle of a manic episode which like (laughs) for someone who's very anti getting help for your mental wellness it's not too surprising that he went out in public like this um (laughs) i mean literally right from the beginning he does like, right at the beginning, he does one of the weirder things. He grabs both of Oprah's hands, interlocks yeah. his fingers with her, yeah, and just starts, like, shaking her. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, he does that, like, ten times. <laughs> the other thing I wrote down that he does about ten times, he stands up, like, kneels, and does, like, yeah. this, like, fist bump. <laughs> yeah, he pulls a Tim Tebow or something, like... <laughs> Just like literally while Oprah's talking, he yeah. he'll just stop, really quickly kneel down and fist bump, and then the crowd just starts like cheering. They love he'll, it. Like knock on the ground once, like like yes. <laughs> like what do you? What does that mean? And the the crowd <laughs> is eating it up. Oh, losing it! Uh, they are losing their minds at this point. There are a bunch of little Tom Cruises out there. <laughs> and I okay, honestly, I don't. I have not heard any of Oprah's opinions on this appearance after the fact. I'm only speculating based off of what I was getting from Oprah's wording and body language. Um, She's definitely trying to keep her cool because she's a television professional. Um, But she (laughs) she keeps saying things like, uh, what happened to you? What changed? We've never seen you like this before. Even you are gone. Now, <laughs> I missed that last yeah. one. 
what cracked me up though is we've never seen you like this before and then i think i even wrote down like tom cruise is just like yeah you've never seen me this way before like i think he literally says that at one point he's like you're right this is weird <laughs> yeah and like he i he knows for sure like it's oh yeah he he's either on drugs in a manic episode or just really putting on an act right to promote something well, so that Not was, War of the Worlds. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it was supposed to be War of the Worlds. Which, why would you go on Oprah for that? But anyway. Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah, so, I mean, this, like I said before, this all comes about because Oprah, like, mentions, like, seeing him at a party with Katie Holmes, and he seems so happy or whatever. And he's just, like, laughing, constantly interrupting her. Um <laughs> And then, like, just all of these, like, physical bits. Like, he's, like, standing up, pumping his fists. He jumps up on the couch. Yeah. One of my my favorite things is right at the beginning, Mitch, when he goes over, he kind of pulls, like, a Babe Ruth calls his shot thing. He just does, like, a point out to... to, It wasn't even to the audience. It was just, like, the other side of the I remember that he almost... The way he, like, swings his arm doing it is almost like <laughs> how he would, like, throw a baseball. Like, he's truly yeah. just like, yeah. yeah like, ah. It's so, like, <laughs> this truly is, yeah. like, an iconic moment in pop culture. Like, you just think of, like, Tom Cruise wearing all black, like, just those piercing yeah. eyes looking right at Oprah. <laughs> You're just... Mitch, do you think this is the moment Katie Holmes realized she made a mistake or... Uh, was it already before they this? didn't get divorced till i believe 2012 so no actually <laughs> somehow this was not the watershed moment for her um yeah because the fact that he like refuses to let oprah talk just constantly losing his mind it's it's so weird that no one in the audience seems to be reading into this at all they're just so psyched about him yeah, they, you know, they love risky business. They love Top Gun. I mean, love look, Jerry Maguire. We all do. Um, we all love those movies, Mitch. And, and that's kind um, of the thing about Tom Cruise, right? Tom Cruise, I, I'd be lying if I said he wasn't a legitimately great actor. He is. Yeah. Well, he's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's never he's really a, been seriously considered for anything. I right? would say he's good. Yeah. Can good. we agree on good? He's a good actor who plays a lot of different things. He doesn't just he doesn't have a lot of range, I guess. Yeah, like he's but, but yeah. He's a level above serviceable where he has like he has that star power. But he's not he's not ever gonna be one of those people that crosses over into yeah. Oscar bait type stuff. That's a very fair point. And he clearly doesn't want to. I mean, is Rain uh, Man the closest really he came? Maybe a few good men? Few good men, maybe. Rain Man, I mean, obviously Dustin Hoffman stole the show there. Right. So But the movie itself is kind yeah. of in that realm. Same with a few good men. I agree. I agree. And then but. he's in just a bunch of John Grisham movies, which is interesting. <laughs> Why did they stop making movies out of John Grisham books? Did we run out of books? Was he cancelled or something? <laughs> That's a good question, culture? actually. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> How do I look someone this can, up? Someone must just... have canceled them. Yeah, there needs to be a website of who's been canceled. Let's see. So I can keep uh, up. I'm just going to Google. Google names don't show up. <laughs> I found a really good way to find dirt on celebrities that they kind of want under the rug. Is uh, If you search their name with controversy after it, 
um, <laughs> that usually is gonna pop up with whatever weird thing they said. Um, <laughs> and Jordan, this is no exception. Uh, the article that pops up um, is pretty. The the timing of it is pretty in line with when we stopped seeing John Grisham movies. <laughs> um. The headline is just John Grisham apologizes for remarks on child porn. <laughs> I'm gonna just not read, a good start. <laughs> I'm gonna read a little bit here. But uh, John Grisham is taking back statements he made about child pornography and sex offenders in a recent interview God. with the UK's Telegraph. The lawyer and prolific author of books and Hollywood adaptations, such as The Firm, The Pelican Grief, and a time Pelican Brief. Sorry, and a time did you said a Pelican Grief. I did. That just That's sounds a, like a pelican. That'd be interesting. A pelican yeah, like lost a, a family member. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> sparked outrage when he expressed belief that some people who view child pornography online are receiving punishments that don't match the scale of the crime. Oh, boy. We have prisons now filled with guys my age, 60-year-old white men in prison who've never harmed anybody and would never touch a child, Christian said during a conversation <laughs> about high U.S. prison rates. But they got online one night and started surfing around, probably had too much to drink or whatever, Oh my and God. pushed the wrong buttons and went too far and got into child porn. They deserve some type of punishment, but 10 years in prison? Jordan, you don't just stumble upon child This is like when O.J. Simpson wrote that book called, like, If I Had Done It, and basically yeah. said exactly how he did it. John Grisham went into way too much detail on how you accidentally look at child porn for me to think that that's not exactly what went down. Look, you fall on your keyboard, you accidentally type HTTP. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What I love is that this conversation on public meltdowns led us into a second one, which is great. (laughs) This is what I had hoped for the podcast, so... Um, at least he Anyway, did. so no more John Grisham. Yeah, at least he clarified, I have no sympathy for a real pedophile. G- good to know, I guess. But also, <laughs> what your definition of real pedophile is not great. <laughs> I'm just talking not 10 years in prison, you know, like community service. I mean, that's good enough. I'm just talking Work like with the kids. Work only with a the couple kids. more law- lawyer movies. Just like a couple more. <laughs> um, so, I mean... I'm not going to look up what Tom Cruise has had to say about John Grisham after the fact, but I can't imagine it's great. <laughs> um, yeah, Jordan, the, I want to get into the, the two most concerning points for me during this. Sure. Most of it, to me, laughable. Very, very funny to yeah. watch. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. physical comedy. I, I got to say, the first time you jumped on the couch, Mitch, agile. Oh, yes. Quick and agile. Second time, almost fell. Yes, that's... <laughs> like he had exerted himself too much. Now, the the point number one where I was legitimately concerned, um, at one of the times where he grabs Oprah's hands, he grabs, like, really hard and starts, like, aggressi- aggressively pushing <laughs> against her. And he's, I know, that's why I said it gets violent. And he's standing up, and she's sitting on the couch, and yeah. she clearly is not ready for this. Yeah. She's... She looks legit concerned. I'm legit concerned for Oprah. Um, Guess who's not concerned? Any of the audience members. Exactly. (laughs) They're eating it up. They don't react (laughs) at all negatively. They're Jesus Christ, Oprah is about to be murdered on my television. (laughs) (laughs) They're eating it up. (laughs) Jordan, this is going to be a reference for very few. 
uh, that moment with Tom Cruise and Oprah reminded me of our brother, Nate. <laughs> like, very specifically. Uh, yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, I'm glad it wasn't just me. It was a moment where I was like, oh, that hurts. <laughs> that doesn't feel Wait, good I when someone that. does that. Um, the other moment I got legitimately concerned for uh, was when, I mentioned this earlier, but when he brought out Katie Holmes. Um, yeah, and she sprinted away. <laughs> yes. She was clearly in no way ready to make a television appearance. Yeah. Um, he kind of very, like, physically brought her out, like, seemingly against her will. Yeah. Like, I was almost like, it almost seemed like yeah, they were about to record a domestic disturbance. Right. <laughs> it Like, it makes you wonder... One or two more wrong moves, and when did the people start to turn on Tom Cruise in this, right? Like, it feels like it was inches away at one point. Yeah, like his whole career trajectory would have been different had the camera been on the other side and they would have seen his angry face yelling at her to get get her ass over there so they can get up on stage. I mean, Jordan, I kind of want to, like... I mean, those those were the big things I wanted to touch on here with the, um, mm-hmm. with Tom Cruise's big meltdown. I want to, you know, I want to do a little bit of brainstorming here right on the air. Sure. Um, I want us to sort of develop a scoring system here uh, for meltdowns. Um, and I want us to have sort of a sense of scale, of what we consider to be like a one versus a ten. Okay. So what what's a 10 to you, I guess, is the the place to start? Um, God, that's a good question. <laughs> and do you have something in mind? Well, I mean, what celebrity really took the cake? <laughs> to, to me, it's either Mel Gibson or Charlie Sheen. <laughs> to me, it was... A, that's pretty good. Like the, col- the collection of moments that just made it worse and worse and worse until at one point, you know, you're constantly thinking it's rock bottom and then they find a new rock bottom or really for that matter, Donald Trump's a solid 10. <laughs> the more I think Where's about Br- it. <laughs> I thought about that too. Where's Britney Spears land on this? Ooh, Britney Spears. That's a good one, right? Oh yeah. It's an upper half. Certainly. Oh yeah. I, I would say a, like a seven and a half. Cause she, okay. We've seen other factors now that in the hindsight of it where it wasn't just her being crazy. Like, there was other stuff going on. But anyway. Right. So we know that, like, Charlie Sheen is our, our like, high point here. That's what you, we're looking look, at. You spout about negatively about the Jewish people. That's a 10. So yeah, Mel, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, right? That's a... So I would say another 10 here. So... I think calling anyone the N-word publicly is going to be a, uh, at least very high on the list. Um, <laughs> yeah. However, Charlie Sheen called a white woman the N-word. <laughs> That's a 10. <laughs> In my mind... Yeah, you have to spend 10 seconds just processing it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it just completely flummoxes you, and that's really what we're looking that's for That's a pure here. Ted. Yeah, if you're just... It takes you a minute to even process the freakout. And what... One is a one. Yeah, what is a one? Just a light, they are who we thought they were type of thing. 
I would give that a higher than a one, I think. That is higher than a one. He he was kind of irate. Would um, Jim Mora's playoffs be number one? Or maybe practice as, uh, as a one? That's pretty low-key. Yeah. talking about Even the practice? Playoffs. It's pretty low-key. Playoffs? pretty low-key things. <laughs> and we're talking about practice. Playoffs? <laughs> playoffs? playoffs? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Playoffs? Yeah, those are both are pretty good, me? like, baseline. <laughs> Technically, you could call that, in some circles, a meltdown. But it's very low. Yeah, he just is just having an off interview, but he wasn't really screaming at anybody. Right. Like, you that's, know, that's kind of your threes, twos, ones. And, and this is a day and age where we all knew Allen Iverson didn't need to practice. So, of course, he's going to question that. Yeah, what, you're going to question the best pound for pound player in the nba you're gonna ask him if he needs to practice we're talking about just dumb i mean come on we're talking about practice practice i think we're having a freaking playoffs (laughs) playoffs you kidding me we're just running with loops of words playoffs (laughs) they are who i thought they were (laughs) that is what this if we were to do this every week that is slowly what it would turn into um so jordan We've got a good sense of scale here for a 1 versus a 10. And yeah. what's kind of difficult about measuring this one is that it's... It's a happy freakout. Exactly. It's not out of anger like we see from others. And so a lot of it's kind of up to interpretation. Um, yeah. I, I want to hear your thoughts, where you're going to place this on the scale here. Yeah, because it... There's a lot of things going on with this one, especially when you know Tom Cruise's backstory, right? Yeah. So I feel like that all's got to be taken into account. Oh, absolutely. Plus, you don't really know what was going on here. I'm not convinced that he wasn't on some sort of drug. <laughs> like, Oh, I think that's part of it, for sure. This is weird behavior, right? Like, Yes. Did he ever have another interview even close to this? <laughs> uh, I believe the closest... Uh, is going to be that Today Show interview with Matt Lauer, which I did not watch. Um, <laughs> it just sounds awkward. <laughs> yeah. So he had another interview with Oprah like three years later, but like Oprah went to his like private ranch, and that one's not famous, and so I would imagine there's not much to see there. It's probably one of those things like they just talked about the other interview for half the episode. Yeah, and Tom Cruise Tom is jumped like, that on his weird, couch, huh? but it was kind of like, yeah. yeah. Well, that was weird. <laughs> But we're all like, yeah, it was. Are you going to explain that? You know it's not weird? Scientology. <laughs> For the next 30 take minutes. A, take no. a pamphlet. <laughs> what if this turned into like us trying to pitch Scientology to people? Yeah, we start off hating it, and all of a sudden we're like, hey, you know. <laughs> this this podcast turns into us having a meltdown publicly. <laughs> I mean, that's ultimately where I hope it goes, yeah. Right. I mean, like playoffs. Well, they are we thought they were <laughs> practice <laughs> yes um it's all we know guys um yeah so there's there's a scientology aspect where it's like i don't know i feel like it's fairly common knowledge like whatever katie holmes was going through during this period in her marriage i don't know if it was entirely consensual i'm gonna throw that out there <laughs> no i would agree um i don't i mean calling a relationship abusive is a large leap when there is no reports of that um now that said emotionally manipulative i would say almost certainly yes and then she's again brought into the scientology church and 
Yes. Know, I've seen documentaries. Wacky stuff. Bitch. Yeah, Tom Cruise has fought a lot with Leah Remini, apparently, <laughs> which I also saw. Me. She's after everyone over there. <laughs> yeah. I love it, though. She's like, I'm not just going to st- sit by and let this happen now. I saw all of it. Scientology. Playoffs. <laughs> yes, agreed. Yeah, so, I mean, you consider that. You consider drugs, manic episode. Did Tom Cruise need to be on Downers this whole this whole career? Maybe. Right. It just all came out there? I don't know, Mitch. And, I mean, look, we saw a clip that just mushed all his crazy antics side by side, so it seemed crazier than it probably was. But I don't but, know if I could have sat through the whole thing. <laughs> no, nah, it would have been rough. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I saw the video. I mean, he basically assaulted Oprah. <laughs> Right. He jumped on a couch. I mean, how dirty were his shoes, Mitch? You know what we're talking about here? I mean, that's... <laughs> that's true. It was like a that, light beige couch. People pay for that. I mean, you know, yeah, not the couch to jump on. I mean, there's a lot of elements here. Um, coupled with the fact that this was big daytime television. Everyone saw it. So if it's one of the probably the most famous... Uh, which wait is this well that was weird or who hasn't had gay thoughts or is that all the same podcast this is all in the same podcast we're doing it it's an addition of strange times right okay so with the into the theme of black keys right correct yes okay good so to make sure we're still doing that so yeah mitch there there's a lot to love and by love i mean hate (laughs) so i will go seven Fair enough. That's where I'm at. Here's what, what I'll you? say. I think I need to start by adjusting my score of Britney Spears' meltdown a little. Um, seven and a half. I'm going to bump that up to an eight, in my opinion. Um, maybe we'll talk about that some other time. But I just want to... I don't want to get my score too close to that, because I do think there's a significant jump there. Um, True. I kind of forgot about that. But so now, you know, there's a retroactive larger gap there for you um yeah i think i think you make a really good point that the the context surrounding this event definitely brings it up a few notches um you know hearing how actively against uh mental wellness he is is really (laughs) telling of this event yeah um, Someone who's so unstable himself. Yes, like you said, the fact that <laughs> scary. The fact that he was already a committed Scientologist is definitely part of it. Um, the fact that it was in on such a public forum, being you know, Oprah was such a huge show at the time. Um, Gotta love the Harpo Productions, Mitch. Absolutely, <laughs> just reminds me of the Marx Brothers whenever I hear it. <laughs> But anyway, um, and then sort of Oprah's tepid reaction to it. You can tell she's concerned, but can't show it. That adds to it as well. Yeah. Um, well, she was also thinking to herself, I really got to play this right because this is going to be legendary. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so respect to that. Um, Jordan, I think I'm going right in line with you here. I'm going to say a seven. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't want to steal from Doughboys, but we're in the hand-holding club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're right. They're still do. I haven't listened to Doughboys in quite a while. They're still doing the hand-holding Absolutely. club. Absolutely. 
Love it. They, they're doing ballpark <laughs> buds as well. Just a lot of great stuff. Um, look, Jordan, I mean, I don't want to put the cart ahead of the horse here, but uh, had a great time. Yeah, this is fun. This was a lot this, of fun. It's fun, easy to talk about. Absolutely. Um, nice and concise. We learned something about John Grisham that I'm glad I knew about now. Um, yeah, now I got to go return my whole collection. <laughs> right. I was going to read The Firm at some point, but now I bought them it. all on my Kindle, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> Worst part, I can't even return them. <laughs> um, so, hey, you know, next time we do this, it's going to be uh, an analysis of an artist's bizarre phase. Um, that's sometime down the road, of course, but um, I got to tell you, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Same. Now, Look, if you enjoyed this and you want us to be successful in our lives and you care about us, um, go ahead and rate and review this podcast five stars. Don't rate on anything less because that's just going to hurt our feelings. Um, Subscribe wherever you're getting your podcasts. If I can be frank, uh, listening to a podcast and not subscribing to it is a weird move anyway. So I would assume you're already there, but I don't know for sure. Um, And again... Tell your friends about us. That's a very important aspect here. Yeah, um, if you've got a friend that loves John Grisham novels, yeah, maybe they, have them skip this episode because I actually they may want to hear it because they might not know. I had no idea. Well, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, we're at Any Ideas Podcast on Twitter, Any Ideas on Facebook, and the Any Ideas Pod at Gmail dot com. Uh, you know, if you want to talk to us. Make your move. That's all I'll say. Um, or if you just need someone to talk to, yeah, I can give you. I'm available you for that. <laughs> I agree. Um, the theme, as Jordan touched on before, uh, is "Strange Times" by the Black Keys. Um, we didn't really have a choice in the matter. It was too good. Um, it was hard coded in there from the beginning. Exactly. Um, and until next time, remember, uh, all times are strange times if you look deep enough. This has been a Kermit the Prague production.